Welcome back, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into the very last podcast of 2016 here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as I have been low these past four or five years, this entire year, this shit show that we are all have lived through. Uh, hope you tune into part one. We're running down our best albums of the year, our top ten. Uh, this is part two that you're about to listen to, and a few uh, a few points I wanna I wanna make before we go into this. First of all, uh, we get pretty drunk. That's no lie. That's no lie. We uh, because what this podcast actually is uh, is a bunch of friends who sit around in a basement and talk about music, and we do this because we uh, enjoy each other's company most of the time. And we very, very rarely have a chance to uh, all of us get together. Really, it is just this one time in the year and sit down and and nerd out and enjoy each other's company. Uh, These are people uh, that I consider my closest friends, and uh, maybe you do too. Maybe you feel like you know them a little bit. I don't know. Uh, So, drinks were had, uh, and they kick in in the... (laughs) In this, in this final episode, but you know, it is the last, essentially the last two hours on mic. They were all going to be uh, for 2016, and uh, and all of the angst, all of the horrible things uh, that have happened, uh, all the great things that have happened, were just sort of working out uh, right down here, um, just sort of hanging out. If you listen to the first one, part one, then you know that that's what we were doing. We we're just hanging out, and. Uh, and it was uh, and it was great. It felt good. I haven't been on a mic now for about a week, and uh, and before I'm recording this, and and uh, and that felt good too. But uh, this this felt real good. So we, we so we started this year. We um, started this year talking about David Bowie, and then he died. And then rolling forward, let's see Glenn Fry. We have uh, Prince died. That that broke my heart into a, uh, a million pieces. Uh, we also all watched the election play out, politics. We're in Washington, D.C., so we, we see it up close, but you guys who aren't here saw it maybe a little differently um, to that sort of heartbreaking result. And uh, and all through this year, we have had music to sort of cling to, and it has been a phenomenal year of music. The Over, over these two episodes here, I think... Uh, this is some of the best music we've ever reviewed. This is some of the best music we've ever talked about. Uh, this is, you know, even in context of what was going on. I don't know how much was a reaction to it, but obviously people react to their surroundings. But regardless, uh, it was it was amazing, and it continues to make us feel better. And and that's sort of the point, I think. And that's the point of what we're doing here. Um, Admittedly, this is this is a dumb fucking podcast, <laughs> and uh, it makes no sense, and it it certainly is not facts based. Sometimes it it is, uh, even though we have some remarkably intelligent people uh, taking place in this. But it is, as I said, based on this shared love of music and and a shared a need to sort of bond over something and, and get together and. Uh, and just enjoy each other, and I and I think that's that's the point. That's what I'm taking away here from 2016, um, is that 
the more we can enjoy each other, and you can, you know, enjoy people in in many different ways. Uh, just make sure they they want you to enjoy them. That's yeah, that's a crime. Uh, the better off uh, we will be. I have spoken a lot on this podcast about how I have uh, a good bit of social anxiety, but I think anybody uh, like us or people down here do. You know, some, it's just going out in the world is hard, and. Uh, this has made it easier. I know this has made it easier for some people on this. Uh, but my point is, if you don't have mics, sit down and do this with your friends. Uh, sit down, uh, buy an album, go out to go out to Songbird, go visit Rappin' Joe Lappin' uh, out at Songbird, uh, and and you know listen to an album there. Listen to an album in your basement. Listen to an album in your attic. Play some music. Do something. But. Now, more than ever, especially as we're racing into 2017, it, it, this connection that we all have uh, that is facilitated by music, I think, is going to be the most important. You know, we like to think that maybe everything is good. Uh, you'd be fine by by yourself and you don't need people. And, and I'm not talking about me, per se, but, uh, you know, you put up walls and, and the only thing those walls do is keep us from enjoying our life. So, uh, and that's really, that's really what I've come to in, over the past five years of doing this, the past 244 episodes of doing this. So, um, so make of that what you will. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna head to the basement here pretty quick. Uh, right before we do though, I want to thank, uh, each and every person who came down here. I'm gonna read off some of them uh, you, you know some of them I, I had the pleasure and the uh, remarkable opportunity to talk to the gentleman from the Pines uh, Sam and Will from Fellow Creatures Mr. Phil Cook Lucy Dacus Khan like Brandon Perry Khan uh, Eric Johnson who was the idol uh, Quinn and Maddie from Above the Bayou Laura Gibson uh, Kenny Perogue of One and Man Robert Ellis Mail the Horse those guys are fucking rad Bob Boylan came down here to hang out. Uh, the Mystery Lights. Franz Nicolay came back. Came back. Aaron Ab Abernathy. Ab is... God, he's the best. Sarah Watkins. Somebody I have... I have, uh, I have admired her career forever. Was able to catch up with her. The Gentleman of Death. I, I cannot say enough about these guys. Skylar Goodaz. Amazing album this year, as you're going to hear... Uh, soon, uh, she's on my list. Uh, amazing artist, uh, Jen Wasner. Come on, like flock, of, <laughs> flock of dimes and Y Oak are what all we're all geeking out here on indie rock. She's made some of the best of it. And finally, Nassim Curry, who started us off uh, with one of our first, very first interviews, a video interview. It was awkward. It was, but it was fun. <laughs> it was, it was awesome, and. And uh, the great thing about all that is that it, when these people came down here, or I went to them in some cases, is that we just sat down and talked. And at 40, 50 minutes later, we sat up and said, wow, that was nice. And, uh, and so I guess just do that more, guys. You don't need a mic. Just do that. All right. Let's head to the basement to hear us get really drunk and talk about the best five albums of the year. Okay. It happens here. 
and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up for the next minute. That right there is a lot of Good job, sir. Good job. Bleep a lot out. Uh, we are back for part two, kids. Hey. Uh, the sequel. The sequel. If part one wasn't what you wanted, if it wasn't the Independence Day you wanted, <laughs> Independence Day, <laughs> like, is, resur- oh, no. Resurrection, what, what it's was all it Jeff, All Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is going to be much better. Now, this is part two. We, we covered the first five albums. Uh of our top ten that we thought were the things you should be listening to this year. There's a lot of things we think you should be listening to this year, and I think we've, like, and we're going to put out a playlist that has more than this. It's going to be, like, everything. Uh, we've got a DC playlist that had, yes. like, a, a lot of really, really good shit. Good. Yeah. But, uh, but because we're, because we're American, we, 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 <laughs> we, we got to get it down to, like, Brass tacks. So what we're going to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to talk about here is is what we, as a consensus in this room, thought about uh, was the top five albums of 2016. And we're going to start with one that is uh, really just sort of emblazoned in my heart. And I think Eduardo is going to give us a little intro here. I think I think in your heart is the right place to have this album emblazoned. Wait, wait, before you go, is this number five? This is number five. Number five. Yeah. Oh, number excellent, five. excellent. <laughs> Much like Table Five, Staying Alive. Uh-huh. Number five. Uh, Johnny Five's alive. We're talking now. Oh boy, man. <laughs> Yes. This one's supposed to be tighter like, than the last <laughs> one. I'm just like fuck yeah. Just okay. like just like our mind is hive. Uh Lori Short Mc- Circuit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I, I know. I, I I only saw this the This is the sound of me smacking my head into this. Let's <laughs> 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 try that again. Number five. Five. Go ahead. All right. Take two. I think we're on Lori McKenna's The Bird and the Rifle. Yes. Uh, which is an album that we talked about on the podcast. And uh and I think we we maybe didn't quite contextualize it uh, uh, fully because this is an album by someone who's been uh, who is a by like any definition of that word is a professional songwriter. This is someone who's just been paid to write songs, and she has written some absolutely amazing songs over the past. Girl Crush, yeah, twelve, fourteen years, give or take. I think her first solo album is like oh two mm-hmm. or something. Um, and so, so Lori McKenna has been around the block and, uh, and, and with this album, she just managed to kind of bring everything together into just an absolutely tight package. Um, it's a, it's an album that has a lot of dark, uh, songs like Wreck You and Bird and the Rifle, um, Always Want You, which mm-hmm. I'm a, that's not, that, is that the song we're going to play? No. I'm, a, I'm afraid no, that it is because, because no, no, no. we're all going to cry if it is. No, no. Um, 
Um, she she's also you also probably know her songs if you're a certain kind of listener. Uh, yeah, you know humble, humble, humble and kind, yeah. right? Like like that song mm-hmm. has has found Which its is way to you. Like I think the biggest country hit of 2016. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, but but she does remind us on this album that it's actually her song and that it's just it's just on loan to someone else. Um, I think this is this is one of those great sort of uh, like like I remember um, uh, a comment that someone uh, made to me when they discovered a favorite artist, which was I feel like I have a new friend. And I think I think this album is sort of like having a new friend, except it's a new friend that makes you depressed at two in the morning after you've had too much to drink. And um, this album is perfect. For which listening is, to which is the album you should be listening to at that <laughs> right at that point in time, and I really want to call out the song "The Bird and the Rifle" because I think it's one of those weird. Yeah. It's 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 just an amazing lyrical moment where um, there is a there is a a, a a metaphor that's carried forward, and it lasts throughout the entire song, and it works beautifully, and 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 the imagery is just absolutely amazing. Um, so I don't. It's it's sort of it's sort of odd to be celebrating someone like I don't think. Lori McKenna has shown up on anyone's top ten lists. NPR, mm. but, but she, she didn't show up on NPR this, this oh, year. Yeah. This year, but but like, no, but, like, no, no, but, but up to this like, point, this yeah. specific album well, showed yeah, up on yeah, NPR. Yeah. was pretty well received. You remember Dirge? Yeah, one. yeah Dirge yeah, was pretty well yeah. received. Yeah. There've been a few, and she does that Birchmere thing. She's very actually well liked in this area. I must yeah. say, in DC. Yeah, no. Well, she hits that vein that right. like the Eva Cassidy, right. you know, like there's a big right. DC adult contempt. Right. Yeah. Seldom right. seen. This is a, a huge the, DC yeah. thing. The thing that gets me with this record is that it's like relentlessly good. Like it's like yeah. the songwriting. It's like just boom, 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 boom. Like you there's not a there's not a weak point on this record where you're like, okay, like she took like like she took some time off like just this this isn't really written very well. Like every time I listen to this album, I'm like, okay, yeah, boom, like it's just. And I, it's funny. This is like the one album that like I was listening to it with my next door neighbor who like lives like my, my neighbor across the hall, mm-hmm. and she couldn't be any more different than me as like a music like you know listener. She's just a person who like likes the songs that they hear. She hears her Soul Cycle and that occasional song that she hears when she's at Trader <laughs> Joe's. Like that's her like musical like wheelhouse, right. and sure. she listened to this and she's like, oh sure, and she's like, oh my god, she's like, every song here is my favorite song, yeah. and yeah. that's my 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 one review for this is that if there's if there's an album here that you want to like listen to and say every song is my favorite song, like this would be the one to listen to. I want to I want to play a song off this, uh, which is my lady's favorite song. Uh, and she's not here, and uh, and then I'm gonna. Whenever you get, say that, I hear Lionel she's Richie. Here. She's alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. she is with I us. She's yeah, still with us because she's this, just shopping. This, was, this was actually the most surprising thing. Uh, I mean, Paul, you and I have been doing this from the beginning. You carry very close to the beginning, yeah. and this was yeah. for I think a lot of people involved. <laughs> this was the most surprising like consensus. Like it was just like what you, you what yeah. <laughs> like you like that so but but what I want to I want to play is uh, uh, old men young women <laughs> oh and, of course you are and and because this song is, song. it is. Is this, is this going out to somebody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a special dedication to Daria. There you go. Lord, you kind of old men, young women off of uh, Burden and Life. Hope 
guess wife number three could be the one But it won't be long Till you won't be new And he'll be downtown trying to find someone To make the mirror stop telling the truth Old man, young Or anything right now. This was this was in a year and, and a career of doing this, where Paul and I have not agreed on pretty much anything. Like it's it's a good joke, but although it's an actual joke, we are uh, Statler and Waldorf, like in, in doing this stuff. But when you said, "I really like this," it blew my mind. Yeah. Well, and this is. Uh probably the album that Kevin brought to my attention this year that uh, A, I was most surprised by, and B, I was most happy that he brought to my attention, because there is zero chance I would have listened to this without Kevin being like, at least three or four times, okay, you gotta go and listen to this album. I listened to it at work, it, and and uh, I didn't have high expectations, but it grabs you from the first song, and it just kind of keeps it going uh, for the whole time. Uh, the lyricism on this is absolutely amazing i'm not a big country guy i think anybody who's listened to this at all <laughs> knows that, but <laughs> i'm not so big on the country is someone impersonating paul i thought you were a huge country yeah, it, it, i know i know right um but you know when it's right it's right and any 
a- any any genre, that is, even uh, if it's that, seriously, that's a fucking country lyric that you just said. What is right is right. That is every country song. Here's the thing. The the gist of it. I I grew up in a rural area. I can go country when I need to. It doesn't mean I listen to country so let, a lot. <laughs> let me jump up there and turn it over to others. But uh, I really like this album. I remember emailing or texting you and being like, have you heard the Lori, new Lori McKenna? It's pretty great. It's the best thing she's done. And Is the, is the you Kevin here? Yeah, it might you might have been on that too. But And then you were like, we're covering it, bro. It's already on the calendar. I was like, you're fine. But I was actually flying from here to my hometown of Grand Forks, North Dakota, which is not in the South, but it's the country. And I was listening to this, and it really was landing in a way that Brother, very I went to Fargo few things. this year. So really, yeah. Let's talk after. Yes, sir. So, but that was the moment for me. Ask it. Let's just talk now. Let's talk after. <laughs> How was your trip to Fargo? <laughs> so, but what I mean is, having grown up with country and having to decide what country I could live with and what country I couldn't. This is like the best of the best of really good country, and yeah. it just really works. So I'll shut up. And um, now, Carrie. Now, as the um, only uh, woman here and the southern woman here. Also white, apparently. I am a white middle-aged woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. And- I, just, I just punched you in the thighs, too. I didn't mean anything untoward <laughs> by that. So. It's, we're all on the couch. It's, it's all fine. Um, the, uh, the, this album, the first, this is one of the ones like the very first listen through, I was just shocked Hooked, that right yeah because it's somebody that is putting forth all the lyrics all the feelings all of the angst and everything that it really is to be <laughs> like a, just a woman in this day and age and you can't say the shit that she says because if you do then you're shrill or you're bitter mm-hmm. or you're this or you're that like you can't shut up carrie oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> did you mean to add you ignorant slut yes <laughs> <laughs> No, you did. Uh, Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm still laughing because I know both of you and I will kill you both later. (laughs) Um, But it just, everything about this album, like it, you listen and you think it's a simplistic, yes, it's country, but it's also folk and it's invocative, you know, evocative of a whole bunch of different things, but it really sticks with you. And Humble and Kind Mm -hmm. is like this background soundtrack that I hear when I'm walking around these days. And when I hear people saying horrible things or when I see headlines from the National Enquirer that are like yeah. Muslims are infesting the our... The it, New York it, Times, the Washington you, Post. Yeah, I mean, if you go to the grocery store right now, the the new the Enquirer is now basically fake, just fake nothing but... everywhere. But it's hate right. speech. And it's yeah. one of those things, like that, that sound, that one song in the back of my head keeps me from fucking punching people in the face. Wow. Because I am so angry at everything right now and i'm not going to be able to talk about number three no number four without crying and being insanely angry but this album actually keeps me calm because it's like somebody has really reached out and spoken to something that on all realms i mean that song in particular is just hilarious but it's shit you can't say that that song in particular is is a direct descendant of uh lion eyes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and by the eagles and and it's this is Glenn Fry, R.I.P. Yeah, damn yeah. it, 2006. Yeah, yep. 2016. 2016. <laughs> yeah. Also, 2006 can eat it. <laughs> damn it, time machine! I just jumped out of. You know, you know, it it, it is. I'm just trying to support. It, I appreciate that. It is people hate on the Eagles, but like this is the type of 
of quote unquote country music that they were writing, and right. they, and, and, yeah. and the songs that like resonate with like the rural people and, and and whatnot. But she managed to tap into. Um, she just made an honest album. She made an honest album. Like Kendrick honest, made an honest, honest album. Is such a good yeah. word like, for it. So, she did. She did. And, yeah, and, and also, you, yeah, go ahead. But you, you can be honest as you want. You can't write like that unless you have done this for a long time and really learned how to do it. Yeah. And it's a really nice. I mean, it is something that people who don't like country. I, I'm from. I'm was born and raised in Knoxville, which is an hour from Nashville, and I hate country music. And then I spent an enormous amount of time in Kentucky, and I still hate country music. But this is not country this is something that is so much deeper and better and evocative of of better things yeah. so you we, might jump off of that but let's before we bounce off to the next one let's figure out what we call it but no i was gonna make a make a real point about this um the thing about this album that that also stuck sticks with me is it's funny to say it off of your point and it's sort of funny but just honest is that this is kind of like i think where country is headed as like a pop musical thing like this kind of like it's not necessarily crossover but it's like relatable. Like people can hear this. People can hear this. Like people can hear this album yeah. and find themselves in yep. it and say, "Hey, I may not like country, but damn right, it, right, I like right. this song." I don't think this is where country is going, unless we are better as a nation yeah. than I think we are right now. <laughs> and I hope you're right. I hope this is where fucking country is going. There's but country this, is not going this way. Right. She is. Lori McKenna is going this way. Sarah Jarose is going this way. Yeah. But uh, Casey. Casey Musgraves is going Candy this way. Oh, but, but, Casey, to me, is a huge part of this conversation. Ex- Margo Price. Exactly. But there are, yes, there are a lot Price, of, there are a lot of artists about, which didn't make our list at all. People who don't typically but, listen to country music would find palatable I'll, and listenable and then actually enjoy yeah, it. I will say this. All of my, all and, and you know, like you say you're not a, a, a you, you, you found you're a white woman or whatever, but like for like my black female friends. You're also a white woman? <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I am. But, um, and people who know me well he enough. He played well on TV. I think that's exactly. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of my African-American female friends are listening to country music for the first time in a long fucking mm. time because of the Beyonce thing mm. that happened mm-hmm. with Daddy, Daddy Issues. issues. Right. And, right. um. For them, this is like one of the first records that I like gave them because people come to me. They're like, Marcus, I, I like country now. And you you <laughs> love country. And I'm like, yes, I'm a black man who well, loves Taylor country Taylor Swift music. is a crossover, too. There's a yeah, piece but, there. Yeah, but, but I don't listen. Give them Taylor Swift. I give them like actual singer-songwriters who make good songs <laughs> across the board. And so like I give them stuff like this. And I say, and they, and they listen to it and they come back to me and they go, oh, my God, I actually like that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. this is like, I think, the narrative for like 2017 looking ahead is that there's going to be a lot of moments, a lot more moments with people with country-leaning music where right. they say, I actually like this. So this is a record, I think, that is important, it's important that it's here because this is a record that people will come back to in the forthcoming year and yeah, say, hey, I like that. So so let's, uh, you go. So so just, just to build on that, my last thought about this album is just that it's it, like from the from the opening note, you know you're being handled by a professional. That's right. And it's and it's yeah. very rare that you have that feeling um, nowadays, where like someone is just like, "Hey, there's someone who knows how to write songs, and you're in their place now, and they're going to show you around for the next forty five to fifty five minutes." Mm-hmm. That's right? a good way to look at it. And, yeah. and 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 that's exactly what Laurie McKenna does, and that's why I think this album is so fucking triumphant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, moving on, I'm, I'm going to toss this one to you, Mister Dowling, sir. Uh, Tropical Quest <laughs> made an album. Oh man, this year because I missed the. I, I missed uh, it the, is at number I missed four. The podcast on it. Um, 
Okay. So a Tribe Called Quest proved one thing. When you've been making rap for 30 years, when you're called upon to make the black empowerment, not black power, but black empowerment mm -hmm. album, it's really like the easiest thing in the world for you to do. Like, that's the thing that really stuck out to me about everything about what A Tribe Called Quest did. It's not that they are legends. It's not that they are brilliant at everything. It's just the fact that this, that the album is just easy. Like, it's like, it, you mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so Kendrick Lamar's um, album is hard to listen to because Kendrick is so young mm -hmm. and he's handling something that's so big like, all of those guys on that record are all, like, super, super young, and they're yeah, handling, yeah. like, big, massive issues that black people have dealt with for, like, yeah, yeah. 40, 50 years. It was really nice to hear, like, old black men talk about race well, and mean culture. 45, just yeah, so we're Yeah, black they're 20 years older than Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, <laughs> old and it, pop. Old it, and it, pop, right. Yeah, right. yeah, old and pop. Yeah, so they're like, okay, cool. So we know the, the landscape. We know all of the, the jazz records we're supposed to take. We know all the pop records we're mm -hmm. supposed to take. We know all of the rap that we're supposed to say. And all we're going to do is just sit down and we're going to grab Busta Rhymes. We're going to yeah. grab like other people that we know are dope. And we're going to force them to get in the room with us. Mm -hmm. Because we want to have full creative control over how this is put out into the world because again these are old black men who are like we know the record that we're supposed to make again kendrick didn't know the record he was supposed to make like that's the key with to pimp a butterfly is that he had no idea at the beginning of that record that at the end of that record it was going to sound the way that it sounded but i think that a lot of the thing that makes the tribe record great is that at the beginning of the record they knew at the end of the record, well, the, what it, they what they knew, wanted it was to be. funny because when chad was when you weren't here but yeah. when, when chad was here it was like the record that was expected. Right. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, Tribe always made me feel good. Tribe always made me, uh, you know, they, they did this thing. Right. And, and the, the thing is, they've lived through this yeah. 18 years. Right. 18 years. Yeah. And they did what we advocate for mightily. Right. Is you have a voice, use it. Like, We the People is... Like, probably one of the year's, like, five best singles, easily, maybe top three. Possibly decades. <laughs> yeah, What's the more it's... important song, Space Program or We the People? Because I think they're both um, just I mean, exactly what needs to be said right now. Like, that and is I, Sophie's uh, choice. I mean, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're okay. both it's, so it's like It's like, I'll actually halt this okay. yeah. and answer that question. It's a Space Program, because that's what we're going to listen to. Let's get it together, come on, let's make it. 
gotta make it to make it to make it to make it to make something happen to make something happen to make something happen let's make something happen word the viper gonna bring it to the overlord drinking cisco chilling with the gold microphone cords and we grip our balls every time we starting on tour because we never bore responding to the ready crowds roar and promoters try to hit us with the art of war we about our business we not quitters not bullshitters we deliver we go get us don't be bitter because we not just niggas Jerobe, my fire wolf into different cloth Ain't nothing from me in this nigga kid is written off Hard to spit in the city, I'll make you spit and get yourself confused In the maze, you propose your brain, missing lust and planning for our future people None of our people involved, boring henny and smearing off The kid and cracking off, cracking off and smearing off Can quickly turn a Molotov, Molotov the spaceship door Before that bitch is taken off, it always seems the poorest persons The people forsaken dog, the Washingtons, Jeffersons Jackson's on the captain's log, they'd rather leave us to the greatest water Poison deli smog, glass unblackening, it's happening You feel it, y'all, I'd rather see we need three breathing structure with many Bars. Leave us where we are so they can play among the stars. We taking off the Mars, got the space vessels overflowing. What you think they want us there? All those niggas not going. going. Reputation ain't glowing, reparations ain't flowing. If you find yourself stuck in the creek, you better start rowing. Used to see the TV screen as a place I land my dream in the car stereo. Where it would promote the show. Optimistic little brother with a little hope. You know, space program for niggas. Yo, you stuck here, nigga. Ain't a space program for niggas. Yo, you stuck here, nigga. Space program for niggas, but you stuck here, nigga. Man, a space program for niggas, but you stuck, stuck, stuck. Happen is a secular, just happen different ways. And the president's refined in her wings, she's confined with about 30 percocets of five bottles of wine. Carolina, nothing finer than a black woman who climbs to the top of the state building, claiming that their flag is mine. Now, people on top of people feels like we can't breathe. Put so much in this motherfucker, feel like we shouldn't leave. Put it on TV, put it in movies, put it in our face. These notions and ideas of citizens live in this face. I chuckle just like all of y'all. Absurdity, after all, takes money to get it running and money from trees and fall. Imagine for one second all my people of color, please. Imagine for one second all the people in no matter the skin tone, culture or time zone Think the ones who got it would even think to throw you a bone Moved you out your neighborhood, did they find you a home? Nah, cypher, probably no place to Imagine if the shit was really talk about space too Imagine if the shit was really talk about space too Imagine if the shit was really talk about space Time to go left and not right Gotta get it together forever Gotta get it together for brothers Gotta get it together for sisters. First of all, Gene Wilder. We were talking about shit that sucks in 2016. Gene Wilder is. We lost Gene Wilder while we were up in uh, Montreal. Mm -hmm. Me and the lady. It's time we heard the new Bonnie Bear record. (laughs) Ruined us. It somehow didn't fix it, Don't right? Yeah, 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 that wasn't just a character. That's that's who Gene Wilder was. And if the fact that the guys in Tribe which I'm sure I'd talk to him. Yeah. Pull in those these quotes. Well the way it's positioned too. Yeah, it's a hell of a nod. Yeah, yeah. the the yeah. way it's positioned 
is there's nothing more like hopeful at all like in the universe than Willy Wonka. Right. Or or honestly this album. I mean <clears throat> when I when I I I've loved all their old stuff and when this came out, which was right I mean, god damn it, it came out right at the election. It was yeah. the fr- it was the Friday. Yeah. Right? And right. it was, Friday after, yeah. It was which which election? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did if you block that out, I hate to bring some bad news to you, but um, for, uh, oh god damn it! Uh, but it's like I haven't been able to Just listen to Inferno because I, I, we can go Inferno from now on. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying to make a ring reference and then I just abandoned it. Um, I have not seriously been able to listen to this album all the way through. And it's one of those things where I feel guilty. It's like, why do I have trouble listening to this album? I am a suburban Caucasian woman in her mid to late 40s. Wait, are you white, Carrie? Oh my god. What I'm saying is that coming to this album, it's like you just, I feel guilty feeling guilty for listening to it. Carrie, I'll I'll explain it to you real quick. Like, I can It's fucking painful. It is, but the thing is, is that you grew up with a society where the eventual end of it was going to be that, like, this thing was right. Like, this feeling was right. Right. This consciousness was right. This notion of racial solidarity and progressiveness was right. This record is every Tribe Called Quest record you've ever heard. Right. And it's. And you heard it. 18 years ago and now it comes out and it is more relevant yeah but it's not even that it's relevant it's that it's wrong <sighs> it's yeah. not yeah. right that's the that's it's that's the spoiler alert wrong it's like the, the it's like everything you hear on this record it's like oh it, it, we're positive we the people we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then you look at the world you wake up you go outside you read the newspaper wrong and it's like you get Punched in the face, like. But, so that's the, the I, I'm solid listening, part of it. I'm listening to it differently because when I hear lyrics, like the song we chose, says, "There's no space program for my community." There, and the way that it's delivered, like the lyric, is just it is such a fact based. It's not even hateful or angry. It's just like this is how shit is. It's just it's right. disgusted, and it's like it is but so painful. And it, like this album makes me cry, and then it makes well it makes me really angry first. Then I cry, and then I just have to turn it off. I feel like I'm going to listen to this a lot more in 18 months yeah. when we have turned this shit around. Because if we don't, I won't even be here in 18 months. I'll be in goddamn Costa Rica or somewhere else. But it's if this is what this country is right now, if We the People is actually the anthem for now, it is. then I don't want to live here. And I feel like the I'm praying that the majority of people feel the same way that I do. And that we are all going to actually wake up and say, oh, shit, just because we elected Barack Obama doesn't mean there's not racists in the country. Right. Now we got to do something about, it's, oh, we've had eight years of just sitting around doing nothing. Well, and I'm gui- I'm fucking guilty of that. Every, I mean, everybody, like, when you hear that album, you have to stop and go, okay, the, 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 the one, the thing about them being older African-American gentlemen is that when you reach over a certain age, you're just accepting of what it is like it's just like like this is a bad thing right and it's always going to be this way we could talk about positivity we could say maybe this will happen maybe this will happen maybe this will happen but it's always done with that undercurrent of like it's not actually going to happen so like when you hear it on this album it's like and the idea and the idea that 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 
this Hillary could have, Clinton this, was this the could one. have come out in 1974. Yeah, but it's coming out now, right? And it's a hundred percent relevant. Yeah, and it, but the thing is, is that's that, disgusting, right? I agree, but it's also it's it's also like not necessarily relevant, but more like just like a a final stamp on like forty years of progressive politics, right. like. We've, we've tried to be progressive since like 1968 and we finally hit this point where we like we were running 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 and we ran into literally you know talk about donald trump a wall bam and and it just it, it just everything about this record just hits that hard because it's literally try being like well yeah i know well i i think we have to reckon with all these like cultural um artifacts and you know, that's that's how, like, radiologists talk about, like, an unexplained noise signal in an image that shows up, right? And and so I think we have, we're going to have a long hangover of stuff that was produced at a time when we thought we were living in a country that would not elect Donald Trump. And it turns out we were all wrong about that. And so, and so there's, there's sort of like a, there's a, there's a lag, there's a delay, and there's these things that come out, and, and some of those things are... Um, like the Hamilton mixtape, their 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 relevance, yeah. their 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 cultural import mm. is augmented by what's happened since you know in the in that lag period between the recording and the release. And there's some things that have not been helped by it, um, like uh, the Childish Gambino yeah. <laughs> album yeah. that we yeah. talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 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 I think I think this is an album that's uh, that's incredibly more essential. Like. Uh, than than uh, than they could ever have anticipated. It, I, I I don't get past space program yeah, because because yeah. it is. I mean, look. I mean, John Glenn died. There it is. She, yeah. Fuck you, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> right. right. You you want to talk about like heroes of of people? John yeah. Glenn was like, yeah, you've you not seen the right me, stuff. Yeah, you want to shoot me it. in space. Yeah. So I, I, I saw I met, the right. I met him once. He was a nice dude. Yeah. So, so I saw the right stuff. Yeah. And everybody should be the see the right stuff. But I saw it when it was actually in theaters. But it was is old school. It was like they actually had an intermission because that movie's long as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but this is a person who is like literally fuck all this shit's going on. We're gonna figure out how we can go out there. And, if I could throw in one more thing, I'd also, I'm just looking through my notes, and this album, even if you take all the lyrics off of it, is just musically brilliant. Yeah, oh, of course. It is yeah. so damn good, even if you take the lyrics off of it. So, so, as good as Emma Pia, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> as good as Emma Pia. I'll, I'll follow that by saying, <laughs> An album that we're not discussing. what if Hillary had won the election? So oh, I was going to say something but, about but, that. But yeah. here's the thing, I think it would just be just as relevant, because let's not forget, we're all focusing on having the election, and I'm not going to talk about my feelings about having the election for a lot of reasons, but here's the thing. How, there, there how was, happy you are? Yeah, <laughs> no. There's still a lot of racial issues occurring mm -hmm. way before that. Well, that and so then, I think yeah. that's yeah. the context in which this it's, album was made, and I think, I think it would be just as relevant no matter who had won the election. Hillary Clinton. I don't want it to be about that, and, and, I, and I do think it's, it's important. Now, I'm gonna, my, la my second statement is going to be, just like you said, if you take the lyrics out, it's, it's, dense, it's musically interesting. Here's the thing I have. It's on my five or four on my list. It might end up being number one later. I just, it's so, it's like reading James Joyce or Pinchon. It's right. so thick. Right. Yeah. It's got so much, every song 
It, like, there's throwaway yeah. Busta Rhymes raps for at the end of uh, Solid Wall of Sound. Right, like, you're like, the champion of this record. And they put, like, Gene Wilder quotes right. in there, and it's like, are you fucking trying to yeah. kill me right, right but, now? Right, and so it's, it's got so much packed into every minute. It's the most <laughs> dense album yeah. that Tribe has ever done. And it just came out. It just came out a month ago. it's the most dense album that's come out this year. I think it's totally awesome, genius. I... I think yeah. that everybody should be forced to listen to this on a loop for about a year. Yeah. But I'll anyway. say that the thing that makes this record intriguing that is if Hillary won, it would have been like irreverent yet positive. Like that's what they would that's what I would have written if right. I would have right, right, right. if I would write this review for Pitchfork would be irreverent yet positive. Like, you know, in, in a way that like oh the we ro- almost the road ahead. Yeah, we almost <laughs> did this really fucked up thing, yeah. but now we're moving ahead. And it's like, and it would have still been a great record, but it would have been like a 7.9 or 8.2. Yeah. Then when you put this record out after the thing that happened on November 8th, this record's like an 11 and you're just like, crap. It like just, boom, you're like, oh, crap. Like they just ended the entire civil right, the entire post-civil rights movement in yeah, nation- one National Stop album. and Frisk Policy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. God. Sorry, 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 Killer Mike. I know, I know you have strong opinions about this. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I look forward to running. Yeah. Yeah. The return of Busta Rhymes as a jokester, like yeah. cameo appearance on on these albums, hundred percent endorsed. Busta is Busta was the, the best rapper in the second half of 2016. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, performance of uh, him, him on Fallon? Yeah, I mean, I voted amazing. for him, but I didn't endorse. Yeah. Him. absolutely, amazing. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um. So, so the point we we tried to make about the uh, tribe album is that this is essential. Yeah, that's why it's up in our top five. It's amazing. I mean, I mean, let's put it that way. Just, uh, this is, uh, like I said, Chad from Beauty Pill, Chad Clark, was like, I wanted the, I wanted the fun. I wanted the. I'm no. like. <laughs> He wanted Midnight Marauders. 18, scenario. Yeah, yeah. 18 yeah. years in, though, like, people need to be doing what they just did on mm-hmm. this right. album and be like, you know what? Right. We got to talk about our world. Right. And they nailed it because they're they a did. tribe called Quest. I mean, like, uh, and my final point on this one is that Q-Tip is, is one of the most unbelievably arrogant artists in the history of hip-hop music. And... <laughs> He like he was like okay. Don't be a church mouse now. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna name this album like you know with the guys. Um, thank you for your service, which is basically like saying to every rapper that yeah. it rapped for 18 years uh, for for yeah. for 15 years since Tribe Called Quest broke up. Like thank you Fair. for doing what you did, yeah. but like we're just gonna come back and like ether every single thing that you guys put out for 15 years. We got this. And, like <laughs> one album, we got this. We got, like, got this. We got this. Yeah. And they did. But they kind of did. Right. And mm-hmm. that's and that's and that's you. actually it. They you better didn't, be able to follow. I mean, they didn't I mean, kind of exceptions, did. but they kind of did. They did. They, yeah. yeah. They, they don't got not got this. We got this. Thank you. But we. So moving on. Yes. To to completely unrelated albums. To number three. Jerry? Uh, number three. Number three. 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 A guy who has shown up. Um, Will Toledo. Yeah, from Leesburg. 
Um, he went to William and Mary. A lot of his uh, work harkens um, Virginia in the um, safety school, safety school, yeah. <laughs> and his <laughs> William and Mary upbringing. Um, and this particular album is one of those uh, just brilliant pieces of work that comes along that just causes total chaos in your brain because you can't figure out what your favorite song is. And we've already had the same discussion about Laurie McKenna, so you've kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, that's the same comment that I had about car seat. Um, seeing him live is uh, pretty interesting because he's about ten years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, but he, but he looks like a solid fourteen. He looks a solid fourteen. <laughs> but he seriously, like for his, and again, the same with Lucy Dacus. The the presence that this guy has at this age and the catalog that he has already put out is um it's just breathtaking um so i and i know that there are a lot of people who have a lot of things to say about this particular album uh so well, Eduardo, well i'm, I'm leaning i'm leaning, I'm leaning to the mic just 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 because i want to build off of your point carrie um which is that uh you know the the the, the whole stage presence uh matter which is that we all got to hear the the original album yeah. as it was intended, right? Yeah, um, and then saw before, it. And then saw it one specific that, track. That was another, that was before, another show we I all needed. went to together. Yeah. So so before, not what I needed was what it was, and um and 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 we saw him play live, and it was a show that was on you know broadcast on NPR, and uh, and he despite having just released an album full of fucking blockbusters and just churning hits played maybe a third of his best songs. Right. And just, (laughs) and, and specifically refused to play like two or three really good songs off of this album. Um, and people were screaming and screaming and screaming. And he was like, yeah, it was, it was just so, so, so to do that as a 23 year old, like you have to have, um, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, pardon the expression. You have to have Sam Cassell, sized balls yes. to be able to like walk down the court doing that thing to be able to show up for a sold out show at the black cat on you know being broadcast by npr who has just the, who has just put week, you forth as being the next great yeah, thing and then the you don't even play your hits. release and you're like you know what i'm not gonna play these certain three songs right like that just that just Wait, earns the right. Play? Tell me, what did he, what did he not play? I was not there. Um, it I was, was not fortunate hang on. So, old. um, so so he didn't he didn't play the the obvious yeah. um, song around yeah. which there was yeah, a yeah. copyright dispute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just um, what I needed, not just what I needed. He yeah. he did not play, uh, which is what we actually judged this album on. Not not the release things. version, the early version. Because that that track actually has a a serious impact on the album because he it, it, it gives you an insight into Will as an artist and we had this, we had the same debate on the podcast though did we? we did where whether or not that Cars clip made or I'm sorry the band that shall not be named because we will also get sued yeah whether or not that clip made that song or not and i i think that the reversion of it without it was just as strong like i didn't find that track that that one clip to be as evocative and strong as you guys did yeah um for whatever reason i i just think that the rest of it is 
uh, you know, absolutely amazing. I wanted to add in, um, writing for Bandcamp gives you a, a weird perspective on like artists who have like a back catalog and like a significant back catalog of like music that is released to like a very niche marketed crowd of people. A- uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and in this niche market, you become a sort of like underground superstar. Like you, there's artists who like become underground superstars and kind of like get nervous about the, the next level of their career and then there are people who become underground superstars and they just become superstars in across the board and like you you grow that big giant set of nuts like just in doing that and sam cassell it isn't right exactly (laughs) so i feel like whenever i hear car seat headrest it's like the the kid who like just believes all of his hype and is like and now is like just just living it it's like yeah i'm i'm car seat headrest like that's what that's who i am I recorded like, my first 45 albums in my mom's Volvo. <laughs> right. And but it's this like, one is also quite good. Yeah, and it's like, boom, okay, I'm, I'm just awesome. So here's another awesome record. Bang. It's Let's funny, though. Like, my daughter is 16 years old, and she has this at the top of her year in okay. list. And I've asked as her. As well she should. As well she should. By the way, kudos to having a 16-year-old who made a top 10 list. Well, yeah, are, but are we going to get a glimpse of that? Yeah. Can, can we get that published? Because, well, it's... it's I want one that. Of, one she, of the, but Eva was on the podcast. I know. She was on the was, Avalanches podcast. Yeah, it was yeah. for Avalanches, which is still on, on our top ten, but not on your top ten. Yeah, but what so, were you about to say, though? But she, um, listen, she has now gone in and pulled up the entire catalog. So yeah. when I check our Spotify list, like every car seat has been <laughs> right. ever right, made right, from you. The time yeah. I was 11 is on our, our Spotify. And I've asked her, I said, you know, do you tell your friends to listen to this? And she's like, oh, no, it's... It's too weird. I don't think my friends really? would get it. Yeah. And that kind of like puts a damper on kids. Like I, I keep telling her, if you just give your friends a chance, they're probably better than you think they are. Right. But, what if he did um, a duet with Zayn Malik? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if there, if there were to be, well, okay, this, this makes a whole statement about, and I want to ask you about this now. Or know, Casey your, Musgrave. Your, your daughter, sixteen. Oh. Like does demo. does your does your daughter know that rock music existed in the last like fifteen years? Mm-hmm. Oh, Is she like yeah. really she's, okay, good. She yeah. Yeah. Cause a, cause Have a, you met Carrie? When 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 she <laughs> okay. was four, her favorite band was the Who. Oh, okay. yeah, so so there are kids you know in the kid. world who don't know that rock music exists, right? And that and that's where she's trying to fill a gap. Is and she says she tries to like spoon feed her friends right. things that are not Taylor Swift. And I'll say and I'll say to that point that like if there is not a rock Taylor star Swift? that will exist for kids who don't know that rock music actually exists, it's Carsey Headrest. Like point blank period. It's my track right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's been getting a lot of heat. Got a reworking. We're not. We're not going to play oh, the reworking. Because uh, uh, I found. I, I found the uh, original version quite fine. Smash Smash Mouth loved the original version. Original version is. Did, you, did you guys Jesus. see this? Smash, no. Smash Smash Mouth tweeted at uh, Car Seat and said, "Killer song, dudes. Way to not put a chorus in until two minutes and thirty seconds in, or whatever." And 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 Car and Carseat wrote back and was like, "What song are you guys talking about?" And they were like, "Well, DDKW." And they were like, "Do you mean <laughs> Drunk Drivers Killer Whale?" Yeah, yeah. Carseat wrote back and said, "So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> Drunk Drivers Killer Whales, Carseat Headrest, let's get some." I couldn't get the 
Like, Hand in your ears. There, there, there is a, uh, a a super indie scene, which, yeah, well, it totally came from the indie scene. Where people are like, I can't believe he made it. I can't believe... Fuck you. Write songs like that. That hook is gigantic. Um, I, I The remember, whole album is gigantic. No, but that hook, that hook especially is, like, enormous. But, there are um, five or six songs with opera tendencies. Fill in the blanks. They're big. They're Fill big. in the blanks is seriously, like, yeah. that. that is, like, a sing-along yeah. on the fucking uh, beltway when you're trapped. Yeah. That so, uh, I, t- I took two friends to uh, to that car seat show who had never heard him before, had no idea what they were in for, mm. and they both ended up buying albums on the way out the door. Nice. So, like, there was this moment in, like, rock for me where I, I grew up loving hair metal. Like, I love hair metal. I still do to this day. Striper. And country. Striper. Yeah, and country. Striper. I'm, Damn, man. Yeah. So, so, there was this moment where, like, it was, like, Poison. in a year, Striper. you had, like, you had well, poison, not striper. Striper, come on, striper. Uh, not adding it, guys. We're not, we're, not, we're not getting into fights about those two. Keep going. Argument on Christian Keep it moving. Keep moving. Okay, come on. So Keep it moving. So you had this moving. moment where like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, and Green and um and Pearl Jam happened in a row, like boom, boom, boom. But that's not hair metal. No, but that was the thing. It was like a thing that like cleared the entire like musical landscape of a genre of music, and I feel like. When I hear this record, it does the same thing for like this non-existent thing that people call rock. Right. That like, and and it didn't ex- it doesn't exist. Like for a lot of people, Ooh. hair metal like killed their love of rock and roll. Like yeah. just yeah, yeah. Zoop, dead. But then like you heard like you know those, those three like grungy what, kind of acts. What, boom boom boom. What this does is like it kills people's l- love of bad music. Yeah, and right. but, but because you realize but that least, people are making good music, but it reawakens a love of rock, of like just pure rock yeah, and roll uh, uh, just in a like, way that like, like. Wait a minute, your song is simple, and yet I relate to it. I just want to say that like six people just started singing the hook of a song for no apparent reason. For like, I was, yeah. I was, I was back there pissing, and you all were fucking singing the chorus <laughs> of the song, and I could hear it past being <laughs> yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Just six people. No, but but and don't but, act uh, like you didn't come out after you stopped pissing and start singing. Also, hands, right. hands up, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hands so, up, it's so good. And this kid is twenty three. Yeah. It makes you happy about the world. Like you're like in a in a shitty year. Like it does. Like listen to Car Seat Headrest album. He could have just... made a Hosier album, and instead he made that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, don't touch. Okay, while well, Paula's waiting, it's I, smart. It's literate. It's good. Who's waiting? Uh, well, oh, <laughs> Paul is not Wait, waiting. So you're reconnected. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, is, is, we're no, still we're still no, no, do it. Um, look, I, I think this album is uh, is fantastic. I don't think it's really a reinvention. I don't think rock really went anywhere. For, it's just for the mainstream does it sure enough, really dude. well. If I think for the mainstream I think, it just died. I mean, I think just I think, this year think you've Vincent, got some really though, good rock albums that aren't this album. Vincent? So, I think I think Vincent takes rock places. Really, 
I sort of I sort of think it does. See, I think I, I, I think, think the I, scale of the way he writes is it's not a, a, a straight ahead chest thumper, and he's happy to get out with a good chest thumper. He's writing uh, towards an opera scale. That said, I do think that. There are four or five songs on here that are way better than the rest of the tracks. Yeah. Like, markedly better. Also, so also, sort of like some of the stuff we talk about, and I say this on every album, there could be an album where it's like ten of those, and then it's just the end. He's just the best album. To be to be clear, too, Bob Boylan had this as his number one song, oh. no, no, number one album of the year, and that is incorrect. <laughs> So, well, so, 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 no, 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 These guys played such an exceptional show at DC9 that I could not write about it. I shot it. Right. I had had, had, had you and you and you and you came back a true believer. Cause cause like like I like I remember the next night the next morning. I was just like, oh we need to figure out this is real. We need to figure out what the fuck we do with these guys. Right. Well, the good news is he's twenty three. And that's yeah. a heck of an album. And you can say it's number one or number five or number three or whatever. But like, I think everyone in this room can agree that the next chapter could be a really mad, yeah. mad, I, mad, I, mad fucking props to this. I band. think I'm just coming at it from a different angle. I, I totally agree. It was in my top five as well. But what I like about it is that so much of, to my mind, good music is craft, not reinventing the wheel. So you're a and, big fan of Schmilko. Is what you're saying? No, <laughs> because I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm nudging I, I, Patrick off the what, mic. What, right I, what, now. I, what I really like is craft that uh, takes some you know active yeah. engagement and isn't just wanking around. <laughs> so this right here <laughs> is fantastic. Um, but I like it because it, it not only harkens back but iterates on a lot of things that we've already seen before and that we yeah. keep seeing and brought it more and brought it back to the forefront um it's nothing new but it's good to that to that to that point right. if you think you know this album and you haven't really listened to it let us know when you get to the point where he references dido and mm-hmm. and then and email us yep. like <laughs> just 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 start an email because eduardo to, will to, buy to you the glasses. album is what i wanted to say eduardo will yeah, buy you the we're album. getting there <laughs> um <laughs> Carrie's giving the the wind up saying, oh, like, she's like done. you guys, she's done. Whenever I hear the same argument three you times, I do the wind up signal. What you guys don't signal. understand is like we are gonna fight for a shorter podcast in 2017. Go Carrie in 2016. <laughs> that's not our mo. But now we are at the uh, the top two, mm-hmm. and, uh, and this is something you guys of the know. website. No, I Ooh. think I think no of the website. Of the of the world, the consensus the world. top two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we we voted. There were, I mean, the Russians hacked we, it. We, yeah, the Russians presumably. hacked it. Yeah. Stuff, That's but, to 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 right, right to favor to favor the Gazprom <laughs> candidate. Yellow but, blue. But one green thing we can. haven't done is like what we used to do is we used to get down there and get like angry and fighty and what. 
Yeah. Never you, heard of that. No, you weren't here. Like, Carrie was here. Paul no, was here. but I was here when you and I yelled at each other yeah, about we, Casey Musgrave. We, we at some point, I grew out of it and stopped yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. join it and started trying to stop it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, it was and more, it was more but, confrontational but we're, than we did. We're going to get back oh, into yeah. it. So, so what Personal we're looking at is our, mm. our end of year, like, the top two albums of the year. Woo. And we have we have Number two very disparate two. things. Before we start on that, can I just make like one comment that doesn't have anything to do with the yeah, with, sure. who, with, with, with the albums are? I feel like the two albums that are at the top of the list they they weren't my top two. I understand why they are the top two yes. consensus of the site. I feel like there needs to almost be a a two tier system where these two albums would be in varsity. And everybody in the whole rest of the world would be junior varsity. Boom. That's actually what Boom. I was going to talk about. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I saw your thunder. 100% disagree, but, but keep but going. that's why we're doing this. <laughs> so, that's why we're doing this. And if that shit, I'll put you in. Because in looking at it, like, like the voting was clear. The voting was clear of what we wanted. But the voting exactly. was clear based on our ranking system. Exactly. And this is no this If no we had slight. Paul's scientific MVP ballot method. Well, this is no slight. The rest of these albums, your JV. No. No, you are. No, really. No. 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 Patrick? Disagree. Patrick? 100%. You are. Because two albums came out in 2016. Patrick, I will stop this car. <laughs> two albums came out in 2016. Beyonce's Lemonade and uh, Dave Bowie's Black Star. And we started off this year killing. You, me, the three of us, yes. Say the me, names. Eduardo, and Patrick. We killed him. Direct, directly responsible. And uh, talking about that, it it was the <laughs> it was the most unexpected great. We were album. here. We were here on Thursday recording that podcast and talking day. about how yeah. fucking excited Sunday. we are. The two days after, yeah, he, died, just, he died Sunday. And we were and we and, and we were treating the album as like an opening, as yeah. like a next step forward. And then late Sunday night, we're all texting, emailing, whatever, about how David Bowie is no As longer among it. us. I gotta say, that Monday was one of the rougher work Mondays I've had in my life. Just like, it was just... There have been some rough. sad days in 2016, but that really hurt. So you have an album that is... Because uh, uh, Eduardo made me sad. An album that is is art with... Through my quote, it's in bold. Like, yeah. And then you have Beyonce, yeah, who made an album that is the strongest uh, black statement. It's the strongest. It's it's it, until, the strongest like, female every, statement. Every like every statement. Like I mean, on a on a numerical level. I mean, do we want to jump in and just say she's number? Yeah, one? no, she's number two. Um, Lemonade. Um, I wrote a piece for Medium, and just numbers wise, she's my she's my number one. This uh, <laughs> well, this, that's we're numbers wise. Get that. Fifteen thousand people read words that I wrote about this this album this year. Like that's a, an actual number that I can like quote. They were they were they were gorgeous words. Well, so like, I just, yeah. so but you so, deserve more. You know, thanks, man. Appreciate it. But um, it was okay. So like Beyonce, whether or not she like acted upon something that happened in her real life or hmm. created a, a narrative to create art. She nailed it. Like, you know, the, yeah. the notion of like discussing like, you know, a, 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 an unfaithful spouse 
as well as also discussing the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and placing and giving the movement a a 2016 uh, anthem. Yeah. Like and then having the guts to perform it at the Super Bowl, which is unequivocally let's let's just be honest. Like the Super Bowl is like probably the the whitest day of celebration in <laughs> America. It's the game that everybody yeah. sits and watches and is like, this is the game. It's, and I'm, I'm, it's the, honestly, it's the- I, I, I would I would um, disagree with that personification of it. I would say it is the most American excess. Right. Yeah. But it's, and yeah, I don't okay. know that that makes it white the, because the, I, I do think it's that it's the most mainstream. Yeah. But it's also, it's excessive to a point that is but absurd. But, but I think, but I think, but I think, but I think culturally, it's the opposite of the NBA All Star yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. NBA NBA All Star right. weekend mm-hmm. is Janelle Monet. Right. right. This right. was a, but it's, it's, the, it's yeah. I think that it's the fact that she performed formation at the Super Bowl. Yep. It's like what? Yeah. But you did th- that song, right? Of all the songs on this album, of all the songs that you have created, I mean, Prince, when he did the Super Bowl, he did like a medley of hits. When Michael yeah. Jackson did the right, Super Bowl, right. he did a medley of hits. When Beyonce does the Super Bowl, she's like, I'm going to do Formation, my Black Power anthem. And me with and my. With Nas and the Black Panthers. So, what we have. Have you guys seen the Up with People Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Exactly. It's <laughs> so, not that. So, what we have. We have an album about life. We have an album about uh, fighting for what is good. And then we have an album about death and what is our eventual reality. Yeah. So how are we going to part? How how are we going to do this, man? God, like, I mean, when you Because, Because both Exhibited uh, like both nailed okay everything in in what they should. I'm happy to speak negatively about both albums, no. but I'm gonna wait till y'all speak you positively. Can't, yeah, you, I it, think they're both great. God. Are you gonna do a sorority pro con pro? I, <laughs> these are both okay. So like you're looking at David Bowie and Beyonce, who are two of the most like incredible creative forces, and also prolific as shit. Yeah, right. you know. And, and they, also, and, also, also, they're 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 the only two like top tier artists who didn't under deliver. This right. year, right? Yeah. Like Kanye did, Bonnie Iver did. Like there were a bunch of super fucking hyped albums that under delivered. <laughs> yeah, you can like it's that, funny. That under- it's- I, kinda, I wonder what like if if Prince had come out with an album this year, yeah. like what what that would have sounded. Like, like. Last Prince album Actually, was not good. PJ said, yeah. PJ exactly. asked that of me. He was just like, yeah, what if Prince comes out with something? It's I, not happening, no. bro. No. Yeah. It's like I mean the thing with, there, with Beyonce is that she decided okay. I have to over deliver. Like, there's a very clear notion with this record where she's like, okay, I have to like deliver a 12. I can't deliver a 10. I have to deliver a 12. But, but she also didn't deliver it just as an album. Right. The it's whole, a video. It yeah. came out as a video album, yeah. like dropped on HBO. Right. Doesn't, doesn't count. No, no, um, but I think uh, it does. What do you mean, what do you mean it doesn't count? No, 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 I'm serious, no, no, no. it doesn't count. Better as a film. It does count. It does count. It doesn't count. This is not a film podcast. It doesn't oh, count. man. Yes. That's, that's such a, serious. Yes. Because that's, like, such a narrow, look, that's such no, a narrow view. It's not, because other, if, you, if you count that, then you got to count every music video that's better than the song. That wasn't what I was saying. If you count that, then you got to count 
And that wasn't what I was saying in terms of we need to look at this album also in terms and we also need to view that video album and count them together it's, in the in the rankings. What I'm saying is that in in looking at how Beyonce delivered this particular album, it it wasn't just I'm going to put out an album that is no. I think in my brain it's amazing and all my little sycophants around me yeah. are also telling me it's amazing. Right. But just to make sure, I am also going to put it out at the same time with this massively hyped video album yeah. on HBO, which is right. a premium channel, and everything that's on HBO automatically is supposedly yeah. gold. Right. And I'm not saying that you have to look at that and and view the album based on that. What I'm saying is that that is what how she delivered it, and it ends up being a piece of art right. as yeah. much as it is music. Bobby delivered it. Bobby delivered it as like. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, like that's, and, that's not, and he wins. But that's but that's but that's his version of 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 like stage man, and 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 like he that's he kind did of the he ultimate, ultimate stagecraft. Right, right, right. That that's exactly is, what it was. Is, it was the fucking ultimate. Like, uh, goddamn it, that is a mic drop that you cannot talk. So, so, so of, of, of course, it is. let's start let's but, start this, and we're going to divide this. We're going to play a song. And which song? Can Kevin? you medley? Can we please yeah, just like blend match all together? I just hope it's fuck you, bitch, again. David Bowie released that record that was like, okay, I'm dying. Here's the song.
Alright, I cut short, Bowie, because we need to uh, cut this short. We have <laughs> talked. Dude, hot stove so, here. So, so, let, me, let me make this out for you guys. We did 72 albums this year. That is. Not enough. That is. <laughs> that is. Literally. At minimum. 72 hours of us running our fucking mouths. And, and running and running and running and running. So the reality is, well, so probably, it's probably all just mouth behind your head. Yeah, so many more than that. Yeah, it's probably 144. <laughs> it's probably it it it's it, it's a lot. And all gold. I'd say like 46 percent gold. <laughs> Solid. You think? Yeah, that's a good. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good percentage. It's, uh, it's a little less than fourteen carats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're no Bruno Mars, but yeah, Ooh, there it is. Twenty-four carats. So, so Boom. you hear you hear that from from Mister Bowie, and uh, and uh, like I don't know, like we we we've taken a journey. We're all we we've all been drinking. And we're all sort of like collapsed in this basement. Like, well, what do we do? <laughs> Fuck, we're done. We're gonna take a three week break. The year's uh, over, uh, man. Yeah, it's 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 done. It's... And that that song can leave you speechless. Yeah, Dylan sixty six bootleg for the next three weeks. Thirty four CDs. Who's with? Okay, me? okay. Also, what? also hard. Edit that out. Is that what hard you're hard <laughs> So so for sure, hard pass on, on that on that twenty hours of uh, of Dylan. Um, but uh, but but one thing that I keep going back to every time I hear that song is a, a review at the time that album came out from someone who worked in palliative care and who and who talked about how patients yeah. in there, yeah. you know, at the end of life are trying to get rid of what they have. And they're trying to divest themselves of of their of their terrestrial possessions or whatever. Um, and so every time I hear that line, I can't give everything away. Like it just it just makes me sort of break up and like ugly cry because because that's 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 I think what we didn't realize at the time, but that's the message of that song. Because right? it's also it's not even. I think it's even beyond that. I can't give everything away, but it's also I can give this to you, but I can't make you understand how important it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Some shit. Some shit. You have to figure out by yeah, yourself. Yeah. I can give you right. this, you know, family heirloom, but I can't make you value but, it. But it, but it's not even that you have to like figure it out. It's that the. His time on Earth was going to make us all figure it out at the exact same time. Yeah, right. That's there was the a, power of this record. It's I can give you this music, right? Right, but, but I can't, can't give you, make you figure it out, right? Yeah. Right, right. Because because the second that I die, you'll everything will become readily apparent to you. So it's like a record that you listen to at first. You're like, oh, blah 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 blah, and then you write the review, and then it's like the next day you're like. That's the thing is that you guys yeah. as reviewers listened to it before you knew when he was going to die. Everybody yeah. kind of thought well, this well, is we, coming, we, but, the, but the rest of us, like you guys, listened to it before. I, I didn't. I didn't hear it we, until that next week. The three of us. I will my, never my, be my, able yep. to hear it without yeah. knowing that right. he wrote it 
and it was published, and then he died, yeah. like within there's, three days. Like, there's all of us on record talking about it, not knowing that he was about to die. Right, <laughs> which that, was the crazy thing. thing about the start so of, you, of this year of the podcast. Right, and you end up with two different views on it. What we wanted, we were like, we we are the biggest assholes in music. Sure, like journalism. We are like it's widely we, known. Widely we, known. We, we are just like <laughs> y'all got to do better. But we were listening to this, and we're like, fuck. <laughs> I, I want yeah. to hear you do better. Well, we alluded that, to talking about it at the end of the year. Right, yeah, right, we did. And, and, and then as, like, I was putting together the thing, I, I woke up, I was like, fuck, Dave Bowie's dead, then I got a text from you, <laughs> I got a text from Patrick, I... I it should have been nicer. Yeah, yeah. It, no, but that's what everybody says. Though. It was it's a very even, weird even situation. Even when Scalia dies, we got to be nicer. It, it, I, I think, minute, I think well. it, in the end, like sort of codified our how we were going to go forward through the year. It's it's but, funny, like as a as a like a writer who like writes a volume and you like review a ton of stuff and you go through stuff. Like it really altered the way that I do my job. Because you actually don't know the creative purpose behind any of this shit anymore. Yeah, right. Because yeah. Bowie, Bowie mad pranked everyone. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, it's like, okay. I'll show you, bastards. Yeah, yeah like, as you a, think you know what's writer, coming? Now, as a writer, it's like, I'll okay, show you. I have no voice. Okay. Like, yeah, that right, is right. The, if there's any one notion to take, especially from this and also to Beyonce, too, is that it snatches the voice away from any sort of valid review of creative material. Like, it's like, okay, I am creating this for me. You can listen oh, right. to it. Right. You can enjoy it. You can do whatever that? you want with yeah. it. But right, it, right. all of this is all me. I can't all give right. this so, to you. Yeah. So the mic is set up by Paul, which means hot takes are imminent. No, no, there's no hot take here. I think it's... um. I, I think there's an interesting uh, comparison to make with this and the obvious comparison with the, the Leonard Cohen album. We, you also sure. killed Leonard Cohen. Right. We killed Leonard as well. We need to... We're, we're, ne we're we never reviewing... We joked about killing Leonard Cohen and then we yeah. killed him. We're so, never reviewing Tom Waits. Yes. Just, just let it be said. <laughs> or Bob Dylan or Jeff Tweedy. I will not be here. I will not be here <laughs> if we're reviewing I, I've anything. got a list of people you can review next year, but I won't say it on, <laughs> on the uh, podcast. <laughs> um, but... Anyway, Taking it to a whole different <laughs> the, the difference here is that uh, I, the I, new I think Carrot Top comedy album is going to get reviewed hard <laughs> out of the gate. Wow. I mean, I, I think Black Star obviously is about mortality. It's somebody who, who's been sick, we knew was sick, and knew he was going to die in the in the near future. But nobody thought of it that way because nobody thought David Bowie could die. Like. Yeah. Right. Well, we all thought of right. him as like some kind of immortal alien. Exactly. The, the difference here, it's the, and what it's the weird conventional thing that he did. Yeah, and and, and, like, and what makes Black yeah. Star <laughs> amazing, other than uh, you know, other than the obvious fact of the music, is you, know, you you look at Cohen, and I'm a I'm a big Leonard Cohen fan. Um, but the last three albums have basically been saying I'm about to die, uh, and he wrote. He, I think this one's way more about that. But keep going. You want it darker. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, but, but I think it's, it's 
way more about <laughs> but it's been building to it and then you know he wrote the letter to marianne earlier right, this right. year letter like, to marianne. Every, everybody yeah. everybody knew that leonard cohen was ready to go well leonard i don't cohen know looked like he was going to die 20 years ago i mean it's a well, and bowie very intentionally kept how sick he was very very yeah under i don't think anybody knew well, so bowie, bowie was, was ready to go 13 years younger yeah, I, right. I, I I think everybody knew that Bowie was sick. Nobody knew that Bowie was actually going to die. Right. It, when Leonard Cohen died, I was sad, but I was also kind of like, yeah, he, that kind of makes Cohen, sense. Cohen, yeah. I mean, Cohen, Cohen, Cohen was always on borrowed time, sadly. Here's like with, like Cobra, the Stallone <laughs> movie. <laughs> with with, with Black Star, a match in his mouth the whole time. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, with Black Star, I feel like. Uh, Listen again, since you guys were doing that podcast, I didn't listen to it until I mean, they, they announced it at a hockey game that right. Sunday that he right. they were playing all these Bowie songs and nobody could figure out why. And then it was yeah. all he's dead. And then the next day, you know, I, I was like, OK, maybe I should listen to this now. And it makes you want to attribute Wait, better. You, you learned about Leonard Cohen's death at a hockey game. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, here's. So, let me grab the mic. Can I, yeah. Here's can the I, thing. Here's the thing. Come can back. Can I come please back. finish my very yeah, poignant yeah. Ahead, discussion? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Madam Three Beers go. is on the go. couch with Madam with Monsieur Monsieur oh, Nineteen sorry, Beers. Sorry, sorry, um, no, it's just I I want to I want to believe that I'm a good person, and I want to believe that good I would luck. find oh. <laughs> I want to believe that I would find this album to be as beautiful as I do now if he weren't dead. Yeah. But I, but I don't know that I would. It's like it's impossible right. for me to just to take a, so take to, it apart. To that point, let me play Beyonce's track. Uh, let's go play Beyonce. It's, wait, oh my God, are you killing Beyonce? No, no, no we would never. God, don't even. Don't you know, shut up on that couch. <laughs> don't joke about that. <laughs>
I meditate for practice. Channel 9 News tell me I'm moving backwards. Eight blacks left, deaf is around the corner. Seven misleading statements about my persona. Six headlights waving in my direction. Five-o asking me what's in my possession. Yeah, I keep running, jumping the aqueduct, fire hydrants and hazardous smoke alarms on the back of us. But mama don't cry for me, ride for me, drive for me, live for me, breathe for me, sing for me. Honestly, God in me, I can be more than I gotta be. Stole from me, lied to me, nation hypocrisy, gold on me, driving me wicked. My spirit inspired me like yeah. Open correctional gates in high desert. Yeah. Open our mind as we cast away yeah, oppression. Like, Beyonce. Let's get the uh, let's get the let's get the, the we're down to the two. There's, there's the no big two. There's no haterade is what needs to be pointed out. There seems to be a misconception that if you don't love this album, you hate this album, and that's right. not the point. Paul, I, Paul has some great points. Paul, has, Paul <laughs> let's let's talk about Beyonce, which are, not, which are well practiced. I give you so much <laughs> shit, like you were like, I'm not gonna listen to it, and then you did. So well, and I will say that I'm not that my position of not listening to it had nothing to do with uh, the album itself. It had to do with the way it was made available. Wait, did you? Um, when did when did you listen to it? Very recently. Okay, and <laughs> and the reason is because it was not available on streaming. I haven't enjoyed any of Beyonce's previous albums. Bought it for your wife. <laughs> he bought it for my wife, but not for me. And uh, and I was not going to spend eighteen dollars on on an album from an artist that I didn't enjoy previously. So it was on principle, but okay. I broke down because I knew that we needed to to review it for this uh, particular podcast. Kind of like because, your review because to watch a Tom Hanks movie. So sit down and be quiet. <laughs> are we are we here are we here to review Tom Hanks albums? <laughs> also, yeah. also, Eduardo is not like Led Zeppelin. Throwing it out there. So oh. I did. And, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. And and and, and to, the, to the point of what we're talking about here, um, it's 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 a fine album, and it's if I if I'd been on the original podcast reviewing it, I would have given it a buy. It probably would have been a pretty soft buy. Um, I think that there are, there are a lot of good songs on this album. I think that there are a few bad songs on this album, and I think it doesn't hold together as cohesively as it should. For an album that's being considered in comparison to fucking David Bowie's Black Star right I'm now. I'm going to defer to my agency counsel who put things very well. And I will just add by saying I went back two days ago having never seen the film and watched the film. Right? On my iPhone. Right? It plays way better. You're not supposed film. to watch it on an iPhone. You're well, supposed to watch it, it on a regular it plays old size way, TV. way better visually. Than it does to me sonically. I, was, I do think "Hold Up" is the best song she's ever done. I, I will say but that. That's I, I just probably, me. I, yeah, I and listened. I think it's an important album. And I think what she's saying and who she is and that she's saying it is important. But I agree that it goes thematically way in places that don't have anything to do with what she was trying to get at at the beginning 
of the album. And so I think it's not as focused as a lot of other things we've heard. And I also think to add on to my agency counsel's uh, point, and that is, as I agree with most of what you said, as between her and Solange, and this is where it becomes interesting. Mm -hmm. I'd rather listen to the Solange album. It's it's sonorous. It's It's more honest. I feel like the Beyonce album has artifice built into it, and she has I to. Agree. I agree. And I she agree. has to achieve all the things you're saying because yep. part of being a pop star is to build yeah. into artifice. Be- and the fact that we're comparing her to David oh. Bowie, yeah. who is the king of artifice, right. is a whole another just right. juxtaposition Beyonce's and interesting the queen point. Of the world, but but wait, so but wait. She has to do. And so for yeah. me, that's the thing where I listen to this and I go, there are two or three points where I can enter this, and the rest of it, I go. Like, do you really need to have Jack White on this song and James? Like, couldn't She's you just strip it in. down? Like, aren't you that right. good, Beyonce? And mm-hmm. she is that good. And that's what I wanted. And it's not there. I'll say so. I probably listen to this song more than any single human being in this room because it is my teenage daughter's favorite fucking album of the world. And so I have to listen to it at least once a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I have heard all night. Every time she plugs her phone into the car, that opening guitar yeah. riff, and if I hear it one more time, I'm going to take a life. <laughs> it's not mine. It will be somebody else's. And I've heard it and heard it and heard it. And I went from appreciating this album to liking this album yeah. to finding this album just utterly unbearable. And there are other albums that I have mm. heard, listened to infinite times that I just appreciate them more yeah. and more. This one starts to wear on me, unfortunately, because yeah. it really is. It's so it, uh, Paul's word scattershot is exactly what it, I, it's just. It's all over the place. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't step on Marcus. So God, stop. <laughs> Shush. Do it, do okay. It. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, um, it's it's a funny thing. Like both of those records, like the Bowie record and the Beyonce record, are both like artists. I feel like just taking back control of art from people. Like, people have had control of art for, like, the last, like, maybe 10, 15, 20 years. Like, we've given art to the fans for free, for no money, for full access, for the digital age. We've done this whole thing. And both of these artists were both like, okay, I am really talented and I think I know what I'm doing. So I'm just going to take it all back. I'm going to release it like this. I'm going to make a film like that. I'm going to make my last album in such a way that the day that it drops, I'm probably dying the day after. Which is a level of artistic control that (laughs) nobody will ever have ever again in the history of recorded music. And probably nobody wants. Right, and nobody wants that level of stress, too. Like, think about it. I think you're ignoring our power to kill people on this podcast. No, but think about it. If you woke up up every day and you're like, okay, this album I'm creating is literally the last thing that I'm going to create on the planet Earth. Every day you wake up, you go into the studio, you're like, I'm going to not exist after this record is dropped. Like, and you have to go in and create to the t- to the top of your creative capability. And people are going to micro analyze every single word and note and yeah. lyric. I would just record oh, "Happy Birthday" over. Right, and over. exactly. But, Copyright. But I think that the thing about moving forward from here, this is an important point. With both of these albums, and there, and you are right about the the varsity versus J, JV point. You're 110 percent right because this is the moment when you're like, okay, 
Now we're moving ahead. Now we're starting yes. again. It's We've gone all the way around yeah. the sun. Yeah. Now we're at the start again. Artists have to control the narrative completely to like an obsequious level of like, my foot is on top of this. It doesn't go anywhere unless I say it goes. Actually, so, that, that, that harkens back to the discussions that we had in the prior podcast of 10 through 6 about certain artists who were taking control of what sound they were going to yeah. put out. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the artists we're talking about is dead. Yeah. Well, well, so are we, are we supposed to vote based on that or based you on the album? Well, 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 that's well, the crazy that, part. That, 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 are we voting that, on that, one, one versus no, but two? David Bowie wants you to. He wants you to know that he's going to die. The thing we're the thing we're trying to decide is is a statement about blackness, about womanness, about um, being a minority. Is that more powerful than a statement about being human? And that's and that's exactly and and and, and, and your I think end. it's more a statement of mortality. Well, 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 so, well, so, well, so where, the where, where, he died. where it comes in yeah. for me is the following: is like is like David Bowie might have released the best album of the decade without having released the best album of the year. Right. I think when I think of the year twenty sixteen. And I think of the most important release this year, the the commercial release that had the most success and that said the most about where we are culturally in the United States, like politically, et cetera, et cetera. I'm I'm not gonna go back to Black Star. Black Star Black Star might tell me something about the second decade of the millennium, but but what tells me something about this year? Um, and an album that's enjoyed commercial success for me is uh, is always going to be Beyonce, and but, that's but that's who cares I, about commercial success. I mean that because right, that, because, that you because, go to because the Billboard Music the, Awards the, for that the national dialogue it affects I mean, no, it affects but, but a bunch is, of things. But that but so, that's a, that I mean, has nothing that has no impact on how good the album is. Like saying this yeah. album had commercial success or it resonated with a bunch of people is a separate discussion from. What you think the best album of the year? You're was. right. You're right. You're it's the Sutter right, Home and I, White and Zinfandel of albums. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. Yeah, no, no, no. You're so it's America's so, table wine. So Paul, so Paul, you're right, and 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 that I misstated the importance of the commercial impact of the album. What I'm saying is the following: you have you have a you have a a, a figure like a Michael Jackson in the '80s culture, right? Right. Someone, right. someone, someone who has who has a platform. And a a legion of devoted people paying attention, so and, again, and again, and again, okay. <laughs> not Schmilka. <laughs> I mean, I think, the opposite of Schmilka. Yeah, I think that <laughs> but, the, the, yeah. but the but the point is, but the point is, but the point is, is 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 just very quickly, like like David Bowie released an amazing album, and it's augmented by the way in which he stayed stage managed his own exit from this world, and 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 that is important, and we should talk about it. But when I think about the year, right, and the way that I, that, that like, unfortunately, time thinks about like who the person of the year is, which is always a fucking dude, right? It's always usually someone who's done something fucking terrible. And a woman twice. Here's what Merkel. Twice uh, since, since, since they made it the person a few of the years year. Years ago, it was you. So if you were a woman, <laughs> it would have been you. It was me, right? Um, it was all of us. No, no, no. I just, I just, I just think that, that, that lemonade is a, is a rare, I don't, I don't think, 
So, so let me put it this way. I think in the next two or three decades, we will not see a pop star of Beyonce's import choosing to put out something that is that personal and that political and that meshes those two deliberately. I think you're right about that. In the way that Beyonce chose to do. I think you could also... Owner, I think we will see that because... Beyonce, because Beyonce, because Beyonce did that, and I agree that there won't be pop stars like Mm -hmm. Beyonce. But I think the pay the the path has been paved because of the way the music industry works now, and there aren't real album sales, and there aren't this and that and the other thing, and we're in a new era. So I do think there will be albums like this where the most popular female artist makes an album like this. On the other hand. To take either of these out of context is to ignore the importance of the context of these two as pop stars. Because I can also sit here and complain about the Bowie album. When I went back to it after we did the podcast, we were just talking about this off mic. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hold up as an album the way it did on first listen. It sounds like he wrote part of it for a musical. I I actually disagree. You disagree. I understand. It's a seven-song album. It's not really a full album. There are pieces of it where I go, it sounds like this, it sounds like that. He wasn't doing this, he wasn't doing that. But the, the point is, to me... Everyone's putting these in their one and two. I don't think either of these, personally, is the best album of 2016. I do think that the Bowie album, artistically, in a vacuum, without any context, is probably overall a better achievement musically. However, I don't think, as much as I might have just sounded off about the Beyonce album, I don't think you can undermine or ignore what uh, uh, folks in this room, Eduardo, uh, 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 Marcus, everybody has said about how important the Beyonce album is culturally. Now, do I think it's as important as Eduardo just said it was? Not necessarily, but I do think it's hugely important. Do I think we'll get a great second no-name album that has even more daring levels of no-name? That yeah. we would have gotten without this Beyonce album. Yeah. Which is hearkening back right. to the prior That's podcast. That's what's important. Six through ten. That's what's important. Yeah, ten through six. Okay, so um, three things. Um, musically, by a standard of traditional music industry, to me, Solange released the best musical album it's of great. the year. It's phenomenal. Yeah. By a standard of which music is now ruling the zeitgeist and is the pop cultural bellwether of all things, Beyonce released the best record of the year. Um, on a level of nobody will ever make a record more prescient to their own creative self and their own mortal existence and their own ability to understand the date upon which they will cease to exist on planet Earth. David Bowie made all of them look like small children. So let's vote. So that, that's that's the standard by which we're voting. Because Carrie has to pick somebody up from the what? airport. No, so, I'm just saying so, we are so, having the same argument over and over. Yeah. yeah. So so we've now all said the so same thing in, ten times. In in that, and knowing that history is malleable, hmm? <laughs> I, I I think can I vote can... for tribe. Is that oh. no? Nah, I think we can go with Not that malleable. We uh, can go with. Beyonce, you yeah. fucking crushed it this year. Oh yeah, you you, you did it. But Dead Bowie, you you made us feel human. Is that good? Yeah, here, I, here. Bowie, okay like for me, Bowie all the way. He, yeah, David right. Bowie, absolutely. All right, that's tough, huh? A plus, everyone. 
Yeah, we're Wait, done. Wait, so are we, are uh, we putting wait, Bowie really 1 and Beyonce 2? Yeah. Okay. All right, so if Agreed. we're really done, if I may just say, I, it's really hard to keep up when you have a full-time job as a normal human. It's really hard to keep up with Kevin <laughs> and his insatiable... We're clapping. And, and I will say that <laughs> this is the year I've listened to more new stuff, I think, in any year ever. And I've tried actively to keep up, but there, I looked at there all will, the things I listened oh. to on my spot. Of things. Part of that is Kevin. Part of it is like Kevin just inspiring me to be like, I'll find something he's never heard. Yep. And that's how I found him a peer. End of story. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> That's how I found Xenia, which yeah. I think is has a better ending. <laughs> but no, you, no, actually, uh, who, who who recommended Xenia? It wasn't you. It was I think it was me. I think it was Ward. I will. Yeah, yeah. I will second what Patrick said. You inspire all of us to be braver to find. Here, here, Kevin. Thank you. Fuck that because because you guys don't get any. You get no skin in this game. And yet, and and that's why we don't even have last names. Like you hang out down here in the basement because it's fun. Because you make it fun. Yeah, what, but yeah. we get so people you like keep, you. You can yeah, do Mr. Just, Alex, yeah. you know, we you, people like Mr. Moore. Can we get a one time, Mr. Moore? Yes, Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore. And all those others. Yeah, and Jack Clark. Check out Brianna Younger, Sarah Godfrey, Cassie. Oh, yeah, Brianna. This yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. You guys know what it you is. Have a, you, have a, you have a cool thing going here, Kevin. Six so please, years, man. Yeah. Please, Six please, don't blow it. Years. Please, please keep it, <laughs> please fifth, keep it going, man. Fifth, is this Brada. the fifth year end podcast or the sixth? Fifth. Well, this yeah, is the fifth podcast. The uh, really... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because it was just a website. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it's the fifth year podcast, and we're I keep forgetting that uh, it was a website way before it was a podcast. There, there, even though I did is, actually write for said website. There is uh, starting twenty seventeen. We're gonna be Uh-oh. we have buyers. If you say Whoa. we're doing two to four podcasts per week, I'm gonna nah, jump over there and beat you in the head. We're, we're gonna be saying we're monetizing we're, this BS. We're actually gonna be owned by Derpus Industries. Derpist. I was hoping awesome. for Gazprom since they interfered with. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say Exxon Mobil, nah. but what? then we could afford better. That beer. might be a. Uh... But so, regardless, who who we're owned by, you guys, we can't. Uh, I am continually astounded that you guys want to do this. Paul, Paul, and I want to do this because we're just dumb. I, 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 we're, it's, we're, it's, we're stupid. It's those pictures you've got, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. But this is our personalities. But you guys, and we're is it bringing you in having more, sex with an American flag, dude. No, we're bringing in more people, and uh, and and so well, if I may. The journalists you brought in this year have been great. Yeah. 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 Can I just add fuck 2016 and oh. fuck Rupert? The the sure. only thing I'm looking forward to next year is this podcast. So sold <laughs> bright spot. I'm looking forward to spring. Dallin, you got anything else? Uh? Bring uh, it. Okay. Um Oh boy. Well, I mean this is like Turn off the mic. I'm just Kevin, kidding. uh 
makes the podcast fun you know it's like for me it's like i get to dig in my head and say a whole bunch of stuff and i think that uh again let's like to close the year like this has been the year when you know like we've seen artists take it back and to be a critical reviewer and also be a fan of music is a thing that hasn't existed for me in a long fucking time mm. and uh that's where we are now and if there's any one thing that's great about this podcast is that if you listen to it you're going to get to hear people who actually get to like be a fan of music and be a fan of artists who are having fun making music mm. like you know artists who are having fun making mm. music you know artists who are, we all know artists mm. who are having a lot of fun making music again and that wasn't a thing that was possible because you know like, well, we're not making any money but now we're past that and now we're just like okay fuck it two finger two middle fingers up to it let's go like that's where we are now and i think that that's the one positive thing looking ahead into 2017 uh yeah. well it'll be good but uh Thank you guys for uh, indulging me for this year. It's been good. You're all right. Come on, brother. My terrible whistle. Yeah. I can't whistle, so I'll yeah, say Kevin. thank you, Kevin. Thanks, brother. <laughs>
so for that I'm, we're just going to end uh, 2016 on that note so thank you guys for tuning in um, I know you could do yours and I know you could do your people so uh, we'll talk to you in the new year see you later be not so nervous be not so frail someone watches you you will be not so nervous, be not so frail Be not so nervous, be not so frail Be not so sorry for what you've done Forget them now, it's done. And when you wake up, you will find that you can run. Be not so sorry for what you've done. Be not so pale Someone watches you You will not leave the rails Be not so fearful Be not so pale Be not so fearful Be not so pale Sorry for what you've done. You must forget them now, it's done. And when you wake up, you will find that you can run. Be not so sorry for what you've done.